Thank you. <laughs> Later, man, that was insane. So good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just wanted to start with that because it's such a beautiful song and it's really what I want to get across right now. Um, but I was very excited to be asked to speak around Christmas because I love Christmas. Um, so, yeah, there we go. And there. Uh, I love food, the Christmas food. I love Christmas decorations. Uh, I love films. That is my favourite. Uh, I love spending time with my family uh, over a game of Trivial Pursuit. And I love gifts. Um, I have to say, I love getting gifts, receiving gifts, buying them, wrapping them up, giving them to people. Everything just really excites me about Christmas. Um, but I also really love Christmas songs. And In the Bleak Midwinter has always been one of my absolute favourite. Um, because every time it makes me emotional and it makes me think. And this year, more than ever, it's made me think. Especially the last verse. So I'm just going to read it out to you again and just take in the words. So, What can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would bring a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. Yet what I can, I give him, give my heart. And you know, Christmas is such a busy time that we get swept up in everything and we can so easily forget Jesus. We so easily forget that he is quite literally the reason for the season. Um, but this year, this song, I found it in a book and uh, it just really got me and it made me think. And it made me think, what am I giving Jesus this Christmas? And that's a question for all of us. What are we giving Jesus this Christmas? In the bleak midwinter, we hear about someone who's so poor and they don't know what to give. But in the end, they decide, you know what, I'm going to give Jesus my heart. And that is the best gift. And that's what all of us who love and believe in Jesus should be giving him. Not only at Christmas, but the other 364 days of the year. Quick maths. Um, and just like in the bleak midwinter, we, in Luke 21, we see the story of someone else who's in that same dilemma. What can I give Jesus? So I'll just read it out. As Jesus looked up, he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow putting two very small copper coins. Truly, I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. And that amazes me. The widow gave everything that she had. And she gave from her heart. People around her had so much more to give. And she had nothing. But Jesus was more taken with her giving the two small copper coins that she put in than he was by the small amount that the rich people put in. She gave from her heart to Jesus. And it is quite literally the quality, not the quantity of our giving. The widow gave what she had and she gave from her heart. In the bleak midwinter, they had nothing. For that person gave their heart to Jesus. We can so overcomplicate our giving. Um, we always feel like, you know, I've got to do this. I've got to serve here, pray for 10 hours here, um, go and do this, see this person here. And it's all good and important stuff. I'm not saying it's not. But actually, if we're doing it without Jesus as our focus, without our heart given to Jesus, then why are we doing it? 
If we're praying and we're not thinking, hello, Craig. I'm being told to be quieter. <laughs> but anyway, if we're praying and our heart isn't on Jesus, then what are we doing? It was just the same words. We need to give Jesus our heart in our giving because that's what he wants. In Philippians 2, 6 to 8, Paul is addressing the church and he's encouraging the church to have the same mindset as Jesus in their relationships. And Paul then reminds us how Jesus gave up his godliness. He became human. He gave up everything to become human for us. And then, as if that wasn't enough, he gave up his life. Jesus gave all of that for each and every person sitting in this room right now. How much more can we give him? Giving our heart in comparison to that seems like a really easy job. The widow... In Luke 21, gave up her two small copper coins. And Jesus gave up everything. One seems huge in comparison to the other. And we do that as humans, don't we? We compare our giving to others. It's like, oh, my giving's rubbish compared to that person. But Jesus doesn't do that. He doesn't compare our giving to someone else. It doesn't matter what we give as long as we're giving from our heart. And don't think right now that you have nothing to give, because you do. Because Ezekiel 36, 26 tells us that you do. Just look what God has given you. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. As we give God our heart, he gives us a new heart. How amazing is that? And with that heart, let's use it. Let's not take that for granted. So we're not only this Christmas can we give Jesus our heart, but we can use the gift that he has given us and give that heart away. We can give the heart of Jesus away to others. So let's show others this Christmas the heart of Jesus. So how do we do that? Well, Christmas is a great time to talk about Jesus because people quite literally expect it. Let's take advantage of that. You know, for some people, it may just be the Christmas story. But let's bring that story to life as it was brought to life for us. It's, it, just, it blows my mind. People are out there waiting to hear the gospel this Christmas. Are we going to rise to the challenge? And are we going to tell them? Thanks. <laughs> so how else can we give the gift of Jesus this Christmas? Well, if you're anything like me, I like having some practical ideas. So I thought of a few. Number one, the nativity play. Up and down the country, in schools and around the world, the nativity play is still being performed. When I was younger, I peaked and got to be Angel Gabriel. It was a great time for all. Um, <laughs> I still hold on to that. Um, but yeah, are we recognising the importance of nativity plays? In schools, children are still telling the story of the birth of Jesus. And adults, whether they want to or not, are still going to see it. Yes, there may be a few added characters, a few lobsters here and there. But as long as the birth of Jesus is still the center point of that nativity play, then the gospel is still being preached. Are we taking advantage of that? If you're going to a nativity this year, invite someone along. 
If you're sitting next to a person that you've only seen at the school gate or something, just talk to them and just say, this is actually a really cool story. And just explain why it means so much to you. Number two, Christmas cards. Ta-da. Every year, everyone sends so many Christmas cards. So instead of buying them with trees on or with a nice winter scene, why don't we look for ones with Jesus on or with the nativity on? Because believe it or not, they are out there. I bought a pack of 20 from Asda. They are great. All my friends will be receiving them this year because I was so challenged by the simplicity of that act. Because for some people, a Christmas card with Jesus on and with something inside written about it might be the only way that they hear about Jesus this Christmas. And it's such a small and incredible way to get Jesus' name out there and into people's minds and into people's hearts. How else can we give the heart of Jesus this Christmas? Mince pies and festive treats. Christmas food is so good. Literally, if you don't like mince pies, you'll log. Um, But yeah, (laughs) buy some festive snacks or if you've got time and you're a really good baker, bake some festive snacks. And take them to your neighbours, to your teachers, your colleagues. Um, Take them to the person down the road that you've never spoken to before. Um, And just tell them about our Christmas events. Hey, we've got carols in the park on Christmas Eve. It'd be really good to see you there. That blessing, that stepping out and doing something that people don't do in everyday life, that knocking on someone's door and saying, bake you some mince pies. That's not normal. But it's amazing. And that is quite literally the heart of Jesus. That giving is the heart of Jesus. How else can we give the heart of Jesus this Christmas? Traditions. Most people will have a Christmas tradition. Mine is every morning I wake up, I go and sit on my parents' bed. We have croissants and book spheres for breakfast. And I open my stocking. Yes, I'm 24 and I still demand a stocking. Um, <laughs> I do demand it. But if your tradition is something like, I go to church on Christmas Day, or I pray before dinner, or Luang's, I give up my Christmas Day to go and cook dinner for people that otherwise wouldn't have a Christmas dinner. If your tradition is that, or if that's what you're doing this Christmas, just tell someone. Because I guarantee, if you said to someone, oh, actually, I'm going out to cook dinner for the lonely, the poor, the homeless, someone will say to you, why are you doing that? Because, again, that's not normal to the world. But why are we doing that? Because we love Jesus. Because that's what he wants us to do. Tell someone your tradition this Christmas. Tell them that you do it because you love Jesus. Let's help them understand. Let's make it not so strange to them. And finally, how else? The SCF 12 Days of Christmas Challenge. It's been so great to hear testimonies already of amazing things that have gone on because people are stepping out. Every time I open the emails, I'm genuinely challenged. And I sit there and I think, what can I do today? How can I be generous? How can I be kind? How can I be light? And that's what we should be thinking every day. How can I be generous today? How can I be kind today? And how, I can, how can I be light today? Get behind it if you haven't already. It's fun. It's something different. And it is giving the heart of Jesus to people who otherwise wouldn't hear about Jesus. John 13, 34. 
A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. I want that. I want someone to look at me and know that I am Jesus's, because the light of Jesus is shining through me. That's what I want. Loving one another, it's not that hard but it is hugely important. If we want to show someone the heart of Jesus this Christmas, love them. Because if you don't, it's not going to go well. It might be a little bit hard sometimes, but push past it. Jesus did. Jesus loved literally everyone. We can give it a go. Right now, I'm going to ask you to do something else for me. I want you to stop, and I want you to think. I want you to think of someone, or I want you to think of something that you could do this Christmas. It could be one of those ideas, it could be something else. And I want you to think of that person right now. How are you going to show someone the gift of Jesus this Christmas? And when you've got someone or something, I want you to stand up for me. I'm not going to chase you up, I'm not going to monitor your progress, but actually, when you stand up, it goes from your head to your heart, and it goes out. It becomes real, because you are declaring it in that moment. So right now, if you've got someone in your heart, in your mind, just stand up for me. And just look around the room. If every person that is standing up tells one person this Christmas about Jesus, how incredible is that? Think of those people that could be introduced into the kingdom of God because you gave someone a mince pie. Because you gave someone a Christmas card with Jesus on. Because you stepped out and you gave the heart of Jesus to someone this Christmas. So thank you for standing up. Thank you for stepping out. I'm not going to chase you up. But I want you to know that everyone around you is supporting you. And share stories. If something amazing happens, come and tell someone. Tell us. How exciting would that be? Thank you. You can, you can all sit down. <laughs> Some of you may have counted yourself out. Some of you may have sat there and thought of someone or something and almost instantly gone, no, not me. And I get it, I do. Because that is what I would do. Because if I was sitting where you are right now and someone was telling me to do that, I'd sit there and think, no, it's all right. But not this time. Because if everyone did that, would anyone hear about Jesus? Or some of you may go home really excited, full of ideas, full of energy, and then, you know, Sunday evening kicks in. It gets hectic. It gets busy. And somewhere down the line, you forget. Or somewhere down the line, you get tired and you think, you know what, someone else will do it for me. It's all right. And that's, you know, that happens. But let's keep that in our mind. Let's try not to let that happen this time. Don't count yourself out because you're not an evangelist. Ben and Jonathan. I mean, Jonathan last week absolutely blew my mind. The stories that guy has because he stepped out, because he trusted in Jesus is absolutely phenomenal. And like, we could have stories like that as well. If we step out, it's not just for Jonathan, it's literally for every person in this room. 
no matter how old you are, no matter where you come from, what you do, who you know. Those testimonies are for you as well. So don't count yourself out because you wouldn't call yourself an evangelist. Ben, he said, you know what, look guys, I'm not an evangelist, I'm a pastor. You're a very good one at that. But Ben knows that it's, he's still called to do it. I would not say that my gifting is evangelism, but it's a part of who I am. And it's a part of who I am because I love Jesus. So if you're sitting there and you love Jesus right now, then sorry guys, but you're an evangelist as well. Because we want to share Jesus with people. Because I don't know about you, but I've received the most amazing gift that would be any Christmas present. I have the most incredible and pure love imaginable. And I don't want to keep that for myself, although sometimes it might be tempting. I want the man down the road that I've never spoken to before to know about Jesus. All you people who stood up, and even if he didn't, and you're still thinking, just think about how incredible it would be if this Christmas, each and every one of us told one person about the heart of Jesus. That would be the best Christmas present ever. And don't count yourself out because you don't know the Bible cover to cover. Because I don't. I'd be amazed if anyone in this room does. Fair play if you do. Um, It's okay if you don't know it. Because God still wants you. He still wants your heart. Countless times we see God use the most unexpected people. The tax collectors, the poor, the sick, the lowly fishermen. He chooses the most unexpected people. So don't count yourself out because God hasn't. So be encouraged. God wants to use you. Be encouraged. So, what can I give him this Christmas? Simply, I can give him my heart. You know, if we could give Jesus a present and put it under the tree for Jesus to open on Christmas Day, he wouldn't want to open a £10 note. He wouldn't want to open a list of excuses. He would want to open the present and see that we've given him our heart. That's what he wants under the tree. Amongst the busyness and the excitement of Christmas, are we focused on Jesus? Are we focused? Are we spending time with him this Christmas? Christmas is a chaotic time, and that literally cannot be avoided sometimes. But there's 24 hours in a day, and if for 24 hours you are constantly doing something, I am impressed. There's, even if you've got a minute, five minutes, just spend time with Jesus. Let's give him our heart this Christmas. What else can I give him this Christmas? Well, actually, I can give him the gift of giving his heart to others. They get a gift as well. Pretty amazing one. People out there are waiting to hear about Jesus this Christmas. So let's tell them. It is that simple. And yeah, it's scary and it's big. But the worst thing someone will do is say, I'm all right, thanks. And that's all right. That doesn't affect me. But imagine if you told someone about Jesus and they were like, tell me more. I want to come to Christmas Eve carols in the park. I want to read the Bible. And that's the scary part as well because then we actually have to do it. 
Because we've gotten ourselves in then and it's too late to get out. So it's like, oh, I've actually got to, you know, give someone a Bible and tell them about Jesus. And that is the scary part. But it's also really exciting. So this Christmas, let's tell people about Jesus in fun, loving, creative and exciting ways. Because that's who Jesus is. He's fun. He is loving and he's exciting. So let's give his heart to others this Christmas. So just like the widow in Luke 21, and just like the verse from In the Bleak Midwinter, let's give him our heart this Christmas and just see what happens when we do. And finally, I just want to give you a thought as well. The John Lewis advert, every year people look forward to it. And this year, it didn't disappoint. I love it. It made me cry. But um, the slogan this year is show someone you care. And I watched it, and it was show someone you care, and then an iPhone came up underneath. Show someone you care, give them a laptop. And I was like, well, no. Show someone you care. Give them the gift of Jesus. Can we pray? Father, I thank you that we think and celebrate you at Christmas, Lord. Father, we thank you that you were born in the most strange and unexpected of circumstances, Jesus. Father, thank you that you stuck around on this earth. Father, thank you that you gave up everything for me. And Jesus, I just pray right now that we have the courage to give our hearts to you this Christmas. To put you back at the centre. And Father, give us the courage to give the gift of you this Christmas, Lord. Father, I just pray right now that you put in our hearts your boldness, your courage, and your love, Father. Because with you, Jesus, we are unstoppable. Father, thank you that you want to be with us, Jesus. Father, thank you that you love us so much. So this Christmas, Lord... Give us the courage to share your name, Lord. And Father, help us not count ourselves out. Help us to know that in your eyes, we are so worthy. Father, help us to know that we are capable of anything with your help, Jesus. So Lord, right now, take away any stress that we are feeling. And focus us back on you, Jesus. Because that's where we want to be. Because that's where it's exciting. And that's where it's full of love. And Father, I pray that we have an incredible Christmas season. That is full of joy. Full of laughter. But Father, I pray mainly that it's full of you. In your name, Jesus. Amen.